This is Healing Through Love. Hey everyone, welcome back to Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. So for those of you who don't know, I started this podcast as a result of joining a matchmaking service, um, which has been going great. And you can listen to the previous episodes to get an update on how that's going. I can't wait to just continue to deep dive into that process. Um, But also, apart from the matchmaking service, I am still allowed to just kind of date freely on my own. So I thought today I'd kind of look at some of the dating red flags that I might have missed earlier. Early on in my dating life, prior to working towards dating from a healing, secure place. So that's what I think we'll talk about today. Before I get into that, though, just a friendly reminder if you are loving this show, loving this podcast, um, please, if you can, give a five star review. Make sure you hit the follow button so you can get updated on when I drop new episodes. If you're not following Solidarity Media, we are on Instagram at Solidarity underscore media. Check us out. And you can also head over to our website, SolidarityMediaProductions.com to listen to these episodes and also continue to see some of the other projects um, we have coming up. So just wanted to shout that out. Appreciate all of the support that everybody's been showing so far. Um, Continue to send me your stories, send me your insight. If you are watching and listening to this podcast from Spotify, I actually have some Q&A and some poll um, questions that you can um, play along with and submit. And yeah, maybe I'll read some of those out on the podcast. So go ahead and uh, head over to Spotify and play along with me. Okay, so red flags in dating. Um, (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of advice out there um, around what these are and what these could be. Um, I also think that it's different for everybody, right? Like some of the things I might have on this list um, might not apply to you, might not be a red flag. Um, It might be a green flag for you. Maybe it's a yellow flag where it's sort of just like something for you to be cautious of. Um, So as I share this, I want everybody to just keep in mind like this is nothing that's like set in stone or concrete. Um, Even for myself, like these might change over time. Um, But it's a great question to kind of ask ourselves as we go into, you know, um, dating for the first time or, um, you know, as we jump into the sort of dating pool what are some of the red flags that might need to give us pause about pursuing something with this person um, or just things to just kind of be aware of for ourselves uh, too. So my first red flag, not being able to define or label something as a relationship. Um, <laughs> I I used to see this as kind of a challenge um, when, when I first started dating, like, oh, he says that he wants this and he kind of wants that and he's not really using the word relationship. I wonder what's going on there. Let me um, try to, uh, you know, people please this person into a relationship with me. Um, but now, you know, I definitely like if, 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 if someone is telling you straight out the gate that, you know, they want something a little more casual, you know, not 
um, no labels, you know, nothing, nothing defined or whatever. That to me says that they are not looking for a relationship. This is not going to go the way that I want it to go. And I ultimately need to like let this be either a friendship or just nothing at all. Um, Sometimes I'll get caught up in (laughs) bad examples from, um, you know, previous dates where, you know, a guy tells me, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship. I just, you know, dating around or whatever. And then like a month goes by and he's basically living with someone. So, you know, at that point, I kind of have to like understand that, okay, it's not maybe not so much that someone's isn't looking for a relationship. It's just they didn't feel like they could have that with me necessarily. Um, and that's not always a bad thing, right? Like they're they're weeding themselves out of the running, which is great because then I can just kind of focus on somebody who is not afraid to say, yeah, you know, I do want a relationship. And that's ultimately why I'm why I'm out here dating. I think in the dating world, because there are so many options, and especially in New York City, right? Like there's there's so many, you know, potential matches that you could come along, uh, come across um, in in your day to day that not you have to be really, really clear and specific as to what it is that you're looking for and why you're on this date right now. Um, is it just to have fun? Is it just to meet new people? Maybe you're, you know, you just moved to the city um, or is it really to find that you know, long-term kind of relationship? Um, Are you looking for an open relationship? Are you looking for, you know, friendship, you know? Um, I like to be able to just really be clear and and understand that from the outset. And And the second I kind of sense that the other person really isn't able to do that for themselves, that to me says, okay, you don't really know what you want yet. You're not really sure about this connection, if it's strong enough to say like, yeah, I could see this, you know, becoming a relationship. So maybe we just like pump the brakes and kind of reassess, right? Um, so that's the first red flag for me that I must stick true to. No, no longer trying to convince people otherwise. Um, another red flag I have is, you know, um, no, when there's no outward affection or it seems like they're trying to hide that they're with me, no secret dating anymore. No secret dating. Um, I will not be a secret. I will be the main story. No. Um, but I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I can't hold your hand in public or I can't be affectionate with you because you're concerned that people are going to think you're in, in a relationship with me you're on the hook with someone or, you know, whatever. Um, If I like being in your company and I feel comfortable enough to want to be affectionate with you, if there's no ability to kind of reciprocate that, I'd rather just not even move forward with it. Um, It's not to say that on the first few dates we need to be all over each other. Um, But if I get the sense that, you know, maybe the person that I'm dating is sort of uncomfortable with that that physical connection or those, you know, intimate signs of affection. Um, I'm, I, then I might kind of see that as a red flag of like, okay, again, maybe you're not really feeling this. Maybe, you know, this isn't the right time for you. You need to really think about what it is that you want, all of that. Um, and I might kind of, yeah, Put, put, put a little pause in the dating or at least like put a pause on the physical stuff until we have a full, you know, better conversation as to like what 
where we see this going. Another dating red flag, when there's no follow through. Um, so I'm the type of person that I don't mind if a guy messages like right after the date. Um, I actually think it's really sweet when I get the, you know, did you make it home safe text? You know, <laughs> like I'm definitely one of those people that sends that. I'm just like, hey, hope you made it home safe. Um, I think it's very just, you know, sweet and caring, considerate. Um, so I like that sort of, and I like that sort of follow through, right? Like, um, even before the date starts, right? Checking in, confirming the time, the location, whatever, you know, when we're going to get there. Um, and then afterwards, you know, checking in, like, hope you had a great time. I really enjoyed seeing you. Would love to see you again, right? (laughs) Like that follow through, um, to hopefully the next date. Um, because I think that's, that's sometimes where I tend to, you know, find the, the struggle in dating or where most of my fatigue in dating kind of comes from is just like putting in a lot of effort to really like see this person, um, show up, look great for the date, have a good time, you know, all of those things. And then not really hearing from them for a week or two. And my feelings have kind of started to fizzle out. Um, or, you know, my life starts to get busy. I'm, I'm kind of forgotten about you. Like, you know, I get a little disinter- disinterested. Um, I, I want that sort of consistency in my partner. And so like that good follow through, even if it's, you know, not necessarily like we, we immediately go on the next date, um, just checking in, Hey, how's your week going? What you, what you got planned this weekend? Right. Like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a big back and forth texter. I, I prefer, you know, even in my friendships, like I'm really only texting my friends to meet up, right? Like when, Hey, when, when, when do you want to get together again? So we can talk and hang out. Um, and I can catch up with them in person. So, you know, I don't need a ton of back and forth either. I think like, the sooner that we can just, the sooner I can either know like, oh, okay, he's still interested, still wants to see me, still wants to keep going. Like that's, that to me is all positive green flags, right? When it starts to like fade out and I'm not really hearing from you as much or like I have to be the one to kind of set the date, find the location, you know, pick the time, like all of these things. Um, it just doesn't feel like you're really that interested in me if you're not really willing to follow through on what you, you know, what you intend to do with me. (laughs) Um, so no follow through is definitely a big red flag. Um, another red flag I've, I've kind of noticed is important for myself at least is, um, when you talk about your previous relationships, are you bad mouthing your ex or at the same time, are you (laughs) bragging about your ex? So this, this kind of like, it kind of goes both ways and it's an interesting one. I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think about this red flag. Right? So first one, obviously bad mouthing your ex, right? It's important for me to know that for me and when, as I go into my dating journey, I don't want to just like, you know, bounce from person to person or relationship to relationship. I want to learn from each kind of interaction that I have, um, learn about myself, learn about what I want, right? I'm going to go into it with as much clarity and, um, onus of myself as I can. Um, but 
if the relationship ultimately doesn't work out, okay, what is it that I can take from this? So that way in the next relationship, I just have a little bit more understanding or clarity about, you know, what this, you know, what, what kind of pattern I might be repeating. Um, and so if I meet somebody who just has nothing but like bad things to say about their ex, they're blaming them for everything and they did this and they did that. And they're not taking any kind of accountability for, you know, their role in the relationship or what they could have done better, boundaries they could have set, things that they could have, you know, done to maybe improve um, the relationship. That to me is just like, it's not very flattering. It is a a little bit, it it gives me caution, right? To just say, okay, (laughs) I don't want to be the next person that you're bad mouthing at the next day, you know, like, are you are you going to really find value in a relationship with me or are you just going to get what you need and then the second i you know say something or do something sour for you you're going to move on um so that's definitely one thing like how how somebody speaks about their previous relationships is is kind of you know something i kind of note um but then also on the on the flip side if they're over kind of like bragging in a way about their previous relationships. So what I mean by this is like, I've, I've had guys tell me, um, I'm used to dating supermodels. You know, I'm used to dating like drop dead gorgeous women. The last girl that I was with, she was a total knockout, you know, and all this stuff. And while that's great for you, it kind of like, it feels like either it's this backhanded compliment of, you know, I guess maybe you find me attractive enough to date you. Um, or it gives me this question and this anxiety of just like, wait, am I attractive enough to date you? Right. Like that comparing myself to your exes, like suddenly starts to come into play. And that doesn't feel great, you know, definitely when it's early on into dating. If I'm suddenly in this competition, you know, with your exes, it's a, it's a little weird. It's suddenly like, oh, she set the bar really high and you gotta, you gotta be up here. And I guess that's great. That's awesome. I definitely don't want anybody to feel like they're settling with me by any means. Um, But if you feel impelled to like, say that to me in that kind of manner it is it is a little disrespectful it's a little inconsiderate I don't feel like it's like you're really I don't know (laughs) excited to be with me necessarily because you're you know just gushing over this person that you again ultimately didn't continue a relationship with um but instead of like um talking about why it didn't work out what you learned from that relationship you're rather just like putting this person on a pedestal and essentially saying you know you weren't good enough which is a little disheartening um so that's kind of a little bit of a red flag for me I don't know but it it could be controversial so please tell me what you think how they talk about their ex I feel like is an important thing to understand or to consider I do think it's an important conversation to have too. Like some people tell me like, oh, I don't talk about, you know, my past relationships with the person that I'm dating. Um, and I guess to an extent, like I can, I can respect that. I can understand like maybe, maybe it was traumatic. Maybe, you know, there's just things that you're not ready to share or you, they, you want to build a certain amount of trust with the person that you're dating before you have that conversation. Um, but for me, I, I think it does provide, I think it does, it builds more trust, Right. 
um, especially if you did learn things about yourself and I get a better sense of, okay, these are the types of patterns for you and it's something that I can be aware of and we can sort of talk about and check in on in the moment when, when that kind of comes up, right? Um, because I don't want either of us to be projecting things from our past onto our current relationship. Um, you know, so if we can catch those things in the moment together and really just move forward through dialogue, um, I think it'll be the dating experience would just be that much better for the both of us. Right. Um, and then this last one, I, I, this might be more of like a yellow flag, but, um, and it's also controversial. So please tell me what you think. Um, if they are still overly friendly, um, with their ex or with a recent like past hookup. So, Here's the thing. I, I totally, I think it's super great if you are able to end things on a, you know, good standing with an ex, right? Um, I think that that shows progress, that shows maturity, that shows growth. However, <laughs> if I realize that you are not just in good standings with them, but you are, you know, seeing them regularly, hanging out together pretty often, calling each other, sharing intimate things with one another, right? Like there's a closeness there that maybe extends a little bit past friendship, right? Like not quite girlfriend level, but also not like a friend level. I don't know. It's, it's, this is why it's like a yellow flag for me right now. Cause it's, it can be complicated and, and every circumstance is different, right? You, um, you might've been married to this person and, and that bond and that connection is not just something that you can easily break, right? If it was a very long-term relationship, um, just kind of ending and cutting off communication with that person might not be feasible. Um, if you work together, right? Like that's a huge thing, right? If you have to see this person regularly, um, it doesn't really, you know, there's no way you can avoid um, not having an interaction with them. That I can totally understand. And I think as long as there's a clear, again, clear boundaries and um, a, a mutual understanding between the two of you that you are just friends, then that's fine. However, I have found that um, it's it's difficult. It can be tricky and sticky trying to stay just friends with an ex. Um you know, especially if it was, especially if it was a situationship, if it was a friends with benefit kind of thing where you were hooking up and it was more sexual in nature, right? Like it can be very easy to spark something up again um, if we're dating and maybe we hit like a lull or there's a little bit of a fizzle there. Um, I want to just be able to trust and know that I'm dating you and I'm, I'm getting like my full shot, right? Like you're not like secretly leaving the door open with somebody else. So that way, if this doesn't work out, you can just jump right over to them, right? That does, that, that kind of sucks and that doesn't feel fair. And I'd much rather just have that honesty. Like I, I don't want to date exclusively. Like I'm gonna, I have, you know, I'm talking to other people, I'm doing these other things. Um, that way I know either we need to have more conversation or, okay, this isn't this isn't for me, right? That yellow flag suddenly becomes a big red flag and it's like, okay, I'm looking for, you know, kind of exclusivity. I'm looking for um, 
you know, just that opportunity to really get to know the full you and not you plus this other person on the side, right? So let me know if, if that's if that's a red flag for you. Is it okay for the person that you're dating or even the person that you're in a relationship with? Is it okay for them to still be friendly with their ex? Do you have like specific um, boundaries or, you know, agreements between each other that make it feel safe, secure, understanding, um, and truly just friends, right? Um, let me know, hit me up. I'd love to hear it because for me, I, I just went back and forth on it. And it was like, as I thought about it, I'm like, no, you know what? This is important for me to ask and to be aware of as I go into dating. Like how, how close are you with your exes? Let me know. Yeah. So those are some of my main red flags in dating. I think it was really important for me to be able to articulate those and like really, um, have a stamp on what those you know, look like or sound like, because too often in dating, I will just let things slide and just say, okay, yep, I'll look past that and, you know, deal with the emotions when they come, right? Like, oh, okay, yeah, your your ex is hitting you up right now and you're, you know, going to meet up with her for drinks after this? Cool, great. Well, call me in the morning. Like, no, you know, <laughs> um, I, I want to be able to have that clarity for myself and also, just that trust in my own instinct, you know, like this is those anxious, bubbly feelings. There's not always a spark, Olivia. Sometimes it is a red flag. It is a, you know, a sign telling you this person is not aligning with what you're looking for. And it's okay to either put a pause on dating and, and put a pause on the relationship to really talk about, you know, what it is that we both want, um, or to move on and say, okay, we're on different pages. Let, let me, let me keep it moving. So I hope this was helpful for you all. Again, please share and send me your dating red flags. Um, would also love to do an episode on dating green flags. So be on the lookout for that and share with me as well. Um, as always, if you are loving this show, please give us a five-star review. We are now available on um, all platforms where you can stream watch and listen to podcasts so you can find us everywhere um, but as always you can reach out at solidarity underscore media or head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to learn more thank you all for listening today and for your continued support i look forward to continuing this journey together bye <laughs>